coming at you live from the heart of Lincoln, America. This is Old School, sponsored by the Mercado by Certified Piedmontese. Broadcasting veteran Derek Pearson. When you find something that moves them, that makes them smile, celebrate it. That's your task. That's your superpower. Nebraska Football Hall of Famer Jay Foreman. Rifles a pass. It was tipped. It's picked off by Foreman. He's at the 15, 10, 5. He'll score! On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. It's warm now. It's warmer now. A lot warmer. Allergies is kicking, man. You know... You know what I'm saying? They, they they did, you know. I got out and washed my car early this morning. After I got broke off by the DMV. Man, they scandals in there, boy. Oh, you had to re-up your stuff? Yeah. Whoo. So, did that. Went and cleaned up the whip. You know, the thing is that this funny, man. This is old school. Brought to you by the Mercado Certified Piedmontese Special Ingredients and Butcher Shop. 84th and Havelock. We had the typical... Nebraska spring, 70-something yesterday, warm this morning, cold in overcast, warming up right now. We're talking about going to the DMV. I will tell you this. They always say once you drive that car off the log, it depreciates what it does. But when you go to DMV, they hit you off for full price. Price. They don't care how much it depreciates. And their depreciation is like a half of a half a half a half a percentage. Mm Mm-hmm. They hit you. They hit you over the head. Over the head. Like, like, uh, remember when Homie the Clown used to be there? <laughs> they hit you. When you walk up in there, you know you're Homie the Clown. You ever seen Living Color? I've not. You have not. Yeah, yeah so you got not. that. That's your homework. That, we, we sent Rico. Rico. Where is Rico? Where is Rico? Rico went to softball. Okay, that's He's a okay. okay. That's okay. okay. Yeah. So he was supposed to, you know, study up on DJ Quick. Yep. Hopefully, and now he you download. Got, now you got to go watch at least live, two episodes of in Living Color. color. In Living Color? Yeah. Okay. And with, with Homie the with Clown. With Homie the Clown. That's okay. the best part. Let, let me write this down so I don't forget. There no, we we'll text you. Yeah. <laughs> we'll get it to you. Yeah, Homie the Clown. He is okay. actually, he is the character. And, oh, and uh, Wanda. Yeah, yeah. So Homie the Clown and, and Wanda. Because yeah. Jamie Foxx. Ah, okay. Yeah, Jamie okay. Foxx and uh, one, of the, one of the Marlon okay. Wayans or whatever, Keenan Wayans. That, yeah. Wayans, bro. They no. Fit. Yeah, and uh, yeah, one of the Wayans brothers did uh, Homie the Clown. And then Jamie Foxx played Wanda with... Of a oh, comedian, yeah, I know. little skinny one, yeah, Tommy yeah, Davis. Tommy Davis. Okay, yeah. so, okay. Homie I like where this is going. And David Allen Greer was and on David there. Allen Greer was on there. Yeah. A lot of guys, a lot of guys got their start. They got their starts there. So okay. you know how most a lot of the white comedians got started on Saturday Night Live. Yeah. In Living Color was, it was more like some of the um, um, stand up guys, and then yeah. um, dancer. The dancer. Yeah. She was on there. The singer. Oh, uh, is it Lopez? Yeah, uh, Jennifer, Jennifer Lopez, Lopez was on there. Really? Yeah, she was, was, yeah, she was on there. Jenny from the block. Jenny from the block. Ah. That was before, it was before Puff Daddy. It was before though. all that. Yeah, yeah before Puff up. Daddy. <laughs> way before Ben Affleck. Yep. But uh, anyways, Friday. Hey, it's Final Four weekend. We are here. The uh, the ladies tip off the night. Uh, like I said in the in the in the crossover with Strick, we're gonna we're gonna talk about South Carolina. Actually, I think one of the big things that came out before it. Um, the, the games tonight where they thought um, uh, Stay, Don Staley was going to take the job at Temple and be the first uh, women woman to be a head men's basketball coach. She said, "I'm I'm not I'm not I'm not interested." The, they they pursued her. Well, I don't. That was the, I, well, that was the story. So you. I'm sure that there was some there was maybe some inquiries. Nothing got you know off the ground. 
Uh, she squashed it, and uh, which is good. I think she's really good for the women's game. I think she's done a lot for South Carolina. Um, I think she's done a lot for basketball, period. I yes, think she, she was has. a phenomenal player. I think she when she went to South Carolina, she uh, saw a hidden gem and really recruited there and obviously, you know, done really, really well for both the uh, college game, pro game, and the youth game coming up. And she, the USA. And the USA. So she's, yeah. she's, she's great for college or for basketball in general. Um, excited tonight. So you got Iowa taking on South Carolina, undefeated South Carolina. And then you got Virginia Tech taking on LSU. So it, it seems like even though VTech is 31 and 4, we'll talk about them first. It seems like LSU with Kim Mulkey, mm-hmm. the Bulldog, I mean, and the, you know, one of the real good dressers, um, LSU is probably the favorite. They've been playing really well. Yes, they have. Virginia Tech, I watched their game. Um, I think when they played, I think maybe Ohio State, they looked good, but then they didn't, um, you know, against the pressure. So against the press. And so. I'm um, sure LSU, they have athletes and try to w- maybe want the, you know, a second crack at uh, South Carolina, which they've, you know, battled twice during the regular season and in the uh, uh, conference tournament. So, um, Kenny, I want to get your thoughts on, number one, on Caitlin Clark. Obviously, I, I'm sure, you know, if we were playing there, you know, playing against somebody like that, we'd have to tighten them up. Like, as Barkley would say, she's going to get one hard, one good hard good fight. Hard, hard one. I'm talking about hard one. Yeah. She. Need if one. if I'm playing Jay, and he he's giving me that work, Jay got Jay gonna have to see me the next right. time. Yeah. I'm, I'm gonna give him one good hard one, yeah. and he's gonna know it's gonna be Make that it way. Worth it. And it's gonna it's gonna be worth it. So because yeah. uh, you only get one shot, you only get yeah. one shot. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and you got to get it early. And it, yeah, I was gonna have, say you got to get it early. If you let her get in her rhythm, yeah, it don't matter what you found. Don't then, matter. Yeah. So and she's uh, but I think you know South Carolina. I wanted to ask you. How do you think South Carolina will defend her? I think South Carolina feels com- comfortable defending her one-on-one. Um, but what, what do you think? I, I'm sure Coach Staley has issued the challenge to every member on that team. Take it upon yourself when you're guarding her to not allow her to score or make it hard for right, her to right. score. I don't think you're going to be able to stop her. Right. I, ju- I just don't because her range is – Un, in, un, unlimited, unlimited. Yeah. and then she has handles, so and quick, and you know what I mean. So and, she and smart, and, and smart, she, and she passes the ball and she too. passes the ball. So I, I think um, they're going to have their hands full with yeah. her. It's going to be really good game to watch. I, I cannot wait to watch it. Um, yeah, I'm excited for it. I think this Final Four is is for the best teams, the best teams that have, or teams that have been playing the best. You know, I think with Caitlin Clark, I, I'm gonna obviously I'm gonna issue everybody the challenge, right? To you know, yes. make her work for it. I want her to be a volume scorer. So if she scores thirty, I want her to shoot thirty shots, right? Yes. I mean, and so and I feel that we can out rebound Iowa. What they have to do is make sure that Iowa is not able to dump the ball in mm-hmm. and score efficient. Now, look, Iowa is, hasn't faced a front line like South Carolina with the athleticism and the offensive scoring ability for South Carolina yes. and the defenses uh, defense ability of two athletic strong, fast, quick. They just haven't faced this. So um, I think it's a big challenge for both teams. Um, I think, uh, you know, it's going to be uh, exciting games. And then I think, it, I, I mean, look, you got a 6, 8, 6 p.m. game, LSU-Virginia Tech. You got, uh, you know, Angel Reese, who's not only um, a superstar in, in, in the – not even the making, a superstar, yes. but is, is kind of, you know, jettisoned herself on the scene. 
um, a very uh, flamboyant type of player, along with a flamboyant head coach. And then you're playing Virginia Tech's um, Elizabeth Kitley, who has been all everything, has been the ACC player of the year three times in a row. And has been and is a really good player. Could have went early, came back. They're the number one seed. So it's strength on strength. They're both inside players. Mm-hmm. They're going to go at it. Um, but I think LSU has the advantage, and uh, but it's not going to be easy. And then I think South Carolina pulls it out. I think South Carolina ends up beating Iowa pretty easily. Ooh. Because South Carolina has six or seven uh, scores, and they have defense. And that's what I was going to say. If if Caitlin Clark can somehow get a couple of them in foul trouble, right, they'll have a chance. Yeah. If if she doesn't, and if her supporting cast doesn't show up, it's going to be a long yeah. life. And Iowa. see, that's where I was dangerous when uh, they had the one-two punch, and then they'll get that third and fourth score with the ten to twelve, yes. fourteen points. That's where you see Iowa scoring, you know, ninety some points. That's the difference between Iowa this year and last year. Yep. Zanana would be the best player on. A lot of teams. Most 80, teams. 80% of, 80% of teams yeah. in America? Yeah. yeah. So if her supporting cast shows up and, and, and gives her – takes a lot of pressure right. off of her, um, it's going to be a, a really long night for South Carolina. Yeah. But if they don't show up, like you said, South Carolina. I think, you know, I think South Carolina you could say, okay, you've been so dominant. You won it last year. You've been the best program for quite some time. This right here I think is a motivating factor because I can guarantee you in that locker room, it's not – it was it not safe for work in S – FW, <laughs> you, and Kenny, we've been in those like Austin. We, you, when you in the, I can tell you this. And this I'll tell you, we'll get into you know like being in the locker room, Austin. There's times like okay, like when we would play like Pacific or Kansas or whoever in the you know non-conference or whatever. You know, you get it'd be hype, right? It would be somewhat safe for a working environment. It, you know, you it might be a little cringeworthy, but let me tell you something. When you when we went on the road, and we, at least when I played, you know we had to play at Michigan State. When we went up to play Washington, when you play Colorado, Washington, when you, when, yeah, Colorado, yeah, Oklahoma, Oklahoma, or like you know them type of teams or the bowl game, it's definitely not safe for work. It's definitely not even safe for the coaches to be up in there. <laughs> I remember one game. I don't know what it was. <laughs> not safe Somebody for the said, coaches. Hey, because hey, they said, hey, get told because you know Coach Brown, he be you know. Yeah, yeah, Coach Brown would be going around to the receivers trying, hey, hey, you know, we got this. And all that. They were like, hey, get the hell up out of here. You got to go, bro. Yeah, we're we about to take it to a next level. You so go. I'm sure in that South Carolina locker room. Uh, Dawn's going to be right in there with him, though. She's yeah. that kind of – Yeah. She has that kind of – That's what I'm saying. Get at, we don't, we, I want but the cameras out. The cameras out. I want the cell phones, cell phones in, a, in, yep. a, in a bowl. Yep. And I don't want nobody recording. Yep. It's just like when Dion, when they were about to go and play in the in, – uh, he must have saw somebody on their phone, you know, and he and he went off, and he was like, "You got, we got lock in." Yep. And that's the way it is, and that's the difference that where you know you got to be able to turn the switch on, and this is what it's all about right here. It's for all the marbles here. This is what you really, Kenny knows this, and this is what I think. I can't speak for Kenny, and we could talk a little bit about football. Um, whereas I think, you know, sometimes a, a coaching staff. And I, I can't speak for this coaching staff, but I can speak for other coaching staffs. You can miss the mark with your alumni, especially if they've been successful. Mm-hmm. Because we don't need anything from you. What we want is those players to experience one time. Because all it takes is one. Yep. 
it, I'm telling you, it's it, you know, it's it's an addicting drug, like no other. Is one time to go out there and beat, in this case, um, and, and obviously have a, you're in a successful season, right? You know, if you're three and whatever, and it, granted the Iowa game was great, but we're talking about you're coming down the pipe and you got to beat Wisconsin and Iowa, and you beat both, and you get to the Big Ten, you know, championship, or you do something extraordinary. That one victory and that bond that, that these players will have will last lifetimes. And you, and, you, and you say that, and I'm thinking back my senior year, we go get upset by Iowa State. We had to run the table to win the conference championship. Right. KU. Um, and that was with like June, June Henley yep. and uh, what's the other running back? They had uh, your boy, big, the big D lineman. Yeah, well, they had two Stubblefield of them. Stubblefield and yeah, uh, 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 Gilbert. Yeah. And, you know, they were wolfing, so you had to be KU, Colorado, and, and, uh, Oklahoma. and uh, Oklahoma. And then we went to Tokyo and played K-State. We yeah. had to win those games to win the conference right. championship. And, and It's something you never forget, it, right? You, you won't forget it because right. you go and lay an egg at Iowa State. Yeah. And then you, you got to win out right. in order to be the champions. And, and we got it done. I mean, we took it upon ourselves. We, we weren't going to let that happen again. Right. And, you know, it was just Colorado held them to seven. Right. KU held them to seven or 14. But it was fifty two to seven, right. forty eight to seventeen or whatever. But we, we, we took it upon ourselves. We, and then we took that long old flight over to, to Tokyo and oh, we beat K State. Uh they kinda played us tough, but that was that was just yeah. a long, long, long trip, bro. Was it but, let me ask you this, was it longer going over or coming back? Going over. Going over. Because we won. Yeah. It had been longer. Yeah, 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 we yeah won. it'd be real long. It'd have been, been real long if we, we lost. We, lost. Right, yeah. we won the game. We lost the fight. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> afterwards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we lost the fight afterwards, but yeah. it was a, it was faster coming back than it was. Yeah, man. It's I mean, that's the thing is that what the what these young ladies are about to, you know, especially, you know, yeah. LSU and Virginia Tech, they're probably just pulling up to the, you know, the, the arena right now is that uh you know, this is something that, you know, whether it's football, um, basketball, any sport, um, it doesn't matter, you know, you know, bowling track, you know, when you get to, you know, the Texas relays or something like that, this is what they've been dreaming of their whole life. They grew up as we, when me and Kenny were growing up watching, you know, football and thinking like, man, you know, it's fourth down and, you know, I got to make a pass or I got to, you know what I mean? They're thinking the same thing. They I can tell you what they, you know, both teams that are about to play at six, they know South Carolina in particular is on the other side, right? They ain't thinking that they're you know we beat them we're gonna lose. They're thinking you know what we're gonna beat them and we're gonna shock the world. Yeah. And and, uh, and so you know you never show at this point you never show up to a game, and you know um, you know you realize you could lose you know if you don't play well. But you never think about okay let's just go through the motions and we're supposed to lose because at this point you've won enough you de- you defeated enough odds you went through adversity, and now you get to do something special. And you know it's already a special season right now for all four of these. It teams. is. Now you're trying to make it a great and phenomenal and, uh, you know, something that, you know, a historical type of season. Put that, so Put that bow on it. Right. Put and this is it. And you're it. right there. You got to think that, you know, sometimes, you know, Kenny, um, I know when you'd be getting ready to go to the game, you sit back and think about running them stairs in the oh. heat. And was it worth it? it and was, it, it, it was. It was. But, but then you, you start thinking about, all right, you know, you know, this is, you know, when it comes down to it, I know how to put the work in. Yep. And so this is this is what it's all about, and I'm sure that they'll start to, you know, reflect on that and go out and hopefully uh, put on a good show. But I'm excited to watch both of these games. 
Um, like I said, I think LSU and South Carolina are going to meet up in the championship. Uh, but it's just my opinion. But the games are going to get, play, get played. And, uh, you know, four great coaches, uh, four great programs in their own right. Um, it's pretty cool to see Iowa get this far. Um, but, they, you know, they won the Big Ten last year and obviously this year as well. And so they've taken a big step in their program. Yep. Now it's trying to see if they can take a huge step and, and do something that's uh, – they're going to have to play the best game that they've ever played. But if there's ever a team that might be equipped for it, it might be it. And um, so it'll be see, see who's going to take, uh, you know, control of the reins. And so, um, you know, next segment we'll talk about the, the men's Final Four. Um, but I think the mental part of this game or these games, you know, in these next two days is going to be uh, – Well, yeah, and I think it's, it's whoever is more mentally locked in and has done the little things and not got out of their routine leading up to these games. And I think – now, I want to ask your opinion on this. Is is have you seen? And you know, being around the program, you first, you know, as a, you know, you've coached, and then obviously came here in a recruiting role, and then coach, and that's the same thing because you're doing a lot of the coaching that a lot of coaches didn't do, which people didn't know. Have you seen some guys that you you know when you see them practice and you say like, yeah, I know he's gonna have a good game because you it, and it's not like. You know, when they're going through cards and they get intercepted, yeah. intercepted and that's not it. But you can just – like, people don't understand you have a – you can kind of, like, feel them and, like, yeah, it was, it was three guys that came to mind. Well, let me take that back. Recently, you know, when I got here, I got here in 14. I watched the way, the way Amir prepared. And you knew every week that he was going to do be something ready. special. Right. You knew he was going to – be ready, but right. you knew he was gonna. You was gonna see some Something. people like that are oh snap moment. Yeah, but the two guys, the three guys. Let me let me rephrase that. The three guys that I seen practice, and I'm like, they they're gonna do something. One was Stanley Morgan. Mm-hmm. The other one was Cam Taylor Britt. Right, because of the way he, he was a worker. He was a worker. Um, you know, he was a gambler sometimes. Yeah, but he was a worker. But he was a worker. Yeah. So it was Stanley Morgan, Cam Taylor Britt, and Adrian Martinez. Yeah. And what was – let me ask you this, and then uh, we'll jump into a little bit of this a little bit later, is like what was, uh, in your opinion, like a big factor in the – I guess the, <clears throat> the ups and downs of Adrian, where it's like he would do something that no like two people in the nation could do. Yep. But then he would do something – that ninety <laughs> like ninety thousand people in the nation would do, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Yeah. Like like in particular, like the Michigan game, right? Play, you know, have us in a situation to win, and you get down to it, and then you fumble, like, and all we need to do, and we going right down the field. Like, what what is it like? Was it mental lapses? And I know some of it's like kind of bad luck because some of the plays he made that were so phenomenal were broken plays, mm-hmm. and, that, and again, he's the only one that can make them, and the only one will, you know, which kind of the offense was set up. But I want to ask you: Was it what, 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 what was it? it was, I mean, cause I think it was a combination of bad luck, him putting too much, him putting too much pressure on himself and trying to too, do trying too to much. do too much. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. That it was those three things for him. It was bad luck, too much pressure on himself, and trying to do too much. All right, just stay within the flow, or knowing when, knowing to, when, when to, to gamble. When you can't to. always yep. be trying to go. Yep. All in, yeah. and I think that's. I think sometimes, and you know what? And I think some. That's the message that was kind of, in theory, was relate. Don't be afraid to fail. Always be aggressive. Make yep. one yep. play more play than them. Yep. But when you come to the Big Ten, that's all fine and dandy. But when you get down to that in the middle of the third quarter and the fourth quarter, 
you got to make the simple play look phenomenal. Yeah. You can gamble in the AAC. You have to invest in the right. Big Ten. Yes. That's, that's the Take most – Take to the that, pulpit. That, that, right. <laughs> you need to make a T-shirt of that. Yep. You know, and, and that's, that's really what it came down to. Because how you play at the beginning of the game, how you play in the beginning of the season can't be how you play late in the game or late in the season. And some of that was play calling too. I, exactly. Because – Wasn't – It was. Some of that was play calling. Yeah. And when you think about it, you know, another play that in particular is like when we could have beat Iowa that year and we could have went to overtime. So who knows if we would have won. They didn't have – Iowa didn't have any timeouts. It was third and 26 and Adrian was scrambled. He got a scramble for six and then he went out of bounds. Mm-hmm. And then he was like, I'm trying to make a play. Dog, there ain't no play you making. The play that you need to make, that everybody need, else ne- needs you to make, get on the ground, the time goes out, they can't. Yep. You stop the clock, then they're able to kind of, you know, get the field goal and, and upset Nebraska. I think what also, before we go to break, some of those things that we've seen or that we saw early in the tenure or the last hour or whatever was kind of dissipated. Um, obviously, you know, Adrian wasn't around this year, but you saw more – um, I, I, I'm going to call it small ball type of football. And one thing in particular, you know what, actually, we're going to dive into this next next uh, segment in, in the game that I'm going to talk about is Rutgers because I'm going to talk to you about that because that's normally a game, a sleepy game. You go out to Parsippany because it smells like straight doo-doo out there. <laughs> and I always say it's not, it doesn't smell like doo-doo. It smells like sewage, but all you're doing is smelling some of those old bodies that has been buried out there. Dog. Boy, you silly. I'm, hey, listen here. Hey. I played out there. You did some stuff out there that just don't <laughs> smell right. But anyways, we're going to dive into the nuances of winning big games because it, it does have correlation to the women's Final Four and the men's Final Four. Then we'll dive into the men's Final Four at the top of the hour before we turn it over at 530. Uh, to We'll finish out on the stream. We'll finish out on yep. the stream, but we're going to turn on the radio. So Jay Foreman, Kenny Wilhite, we'll be right back. Old school.